kele de brina katole de baba le baroko to sikele de brina katongle de manga le garoto sikele de bembre nengle ne manonglo de bozikele de brina katola ega bajokolo de brina hata father we give you praise in the name of jesus we come before your word humbly and respectfully tonight and we rejoice that we have the privilege of learning your word the privilege of growing in grace and growing in knowledge the privilege of understanding all of your redemptive purpose and plan the whole counsel of god so as we look into your word tonight we ask that the revelation of jesus grows big in the hearts of your people and we decree that by the end of this service your people built up equipped edified and jesus glorified thank you father for answered prayer in jesus precious name and every believer says it powerful amen lift your right hands to heaven let's release our feet together as we say these words i am born of god i am born of the world the word of god is my nature i do not struggle to do the word i do the word naturally therefore today i will understand the word of his grace i will be built up by the end of this service i will never be the same never ever be the same again in jesus name and every believer says a powerful amen we want to welcome everybody connected to this service by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and all of our Quaibom State member people, all the people in Quaibom State. We're so glad to have every one of you, you know, into this service tonight, welcoming all of you through, you know, all the radio broadcasts, Comfort FM, XL FM, you know, Radio Aquaibom, University of Uyo FM, you know, Heritage FM, Inspiration FM, all the platforms. We're so glad to have every one of you you know part of the service tonight help me call a friend a neighbor a family somebody by where you are ask them to tune into this radio station life is flowing through the airwaves we're going to have an exciting time of bible study tonight our social media community i want to ask all of you to do me a favor like you've always done let's flood the entire world with the light of christ let's bring clarity let's bring the revelation of jesus to a world that is in dire need of that revelation tonight help me share the video on your page share with all the groups on your page join more groups let it go viral and help me get the message also on telegram monogram get it on whatsapp groups let's get the whole world to be flooded with the truth of the gospel of christ i also want to welcome all our campuses and house centers and everybody in the building what a joy to have everybody tonight it's going to be exciting as we study the word of his grace grab a pen a notebook and your bible you can be seated with your sweet smart self as we get into the word of god tonight <clears throat> we're still looking at the concept of deliverance the concept of deliverance second timothy chapter 3 verse number 15 second timothy chapter 3 verse number 15 to 17 second timothy chapter 3 verse 15 to 17 <clears throat> and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Next verse. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Next verse. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto every good work. He talks about all scripture. All scripture. And I said, you need to study all of the scripture together we said that all scripture is a greek word pasagraphy 
Pasagraphy means everything put together. And when you put everything together, you get the message of the scriptures. If you take it in piecemeal or in bits and pieces, you will never get the message. In order for you to get the message of the scriptures, you must put everything together. It is when everything is together that you arrive at the message of the scriptures. We also have established that a lot of things today that are error is based on people not taking the whole scriptures together. The book of Acts chapter 20 verse 27. Acts chapter 20 verse 27. Brother Paul speaking to the church at Ephesus. For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. Paul talks about the entire counsel of God. The word whole, the whole counsel is the word passa. Then the word counsel is the Greek word bule. Please, if you're making notes, it's important you take the right notes. B-O-U-L-E, bule in the Greek. It means his mindset. It means his decisions and it means his plans. The whole counsel of God the whole mindset of God, the whole decisions of God, the whole plans of God. So he says, when you read the entire scriptures, then you get the entire counsel of God. You read all of it to get the entire counsel of God. You cannot get the entire counsel of God until you read the entire scriptures. Notice something about Jesus' teaching. If you go to the parables or the, the parable of Jesus, and especially... The parable in Mark chapter 4, which we call the parable of the sower. Something about that teaching I want us to see. You know, he gave a parable about a sower who sowed in four kinds of soil. By the wayside, stony ground, among thorns, one on the good ground. Now, if you observe, Jesus took each of them and explained them. Very detailed explanation. He told us what the seed was. He told us what the soil was. He told us what, why each one of them failed and why the other one succeeded. He was detailed. If you were in that Bible study, you will have come out of that teaching knowing exactly what he meant and what he said. Because he was detailed in his explanation. So we said, the study of the scriptures is an exercise in details. The study of the scriptures is an exercise in details. Many times, you need to really pay attention. And you know, paying attention means, firstly, to listen properly when being taught. Secondly, when you are reading what you were taught, read properly. You read in context. Because, like I told you in Bible study, context is king. In Bible study, context is king. For example, we keep singing, Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham's blessings are mine. I am blessed in the morning, blessed in the evening. And when we sang those songs, we sang that particular song with material wealth in mind. But the blessing of Abraham is not material wealth. The blessing of Abraham is righteousness by faith or righteousness devoid of works righteousness by faith or righteousness devoid of works 
But if you do not read in context, you just read your thoughts into the scriptures. And that is why you must pay good attention and you must make sure that in Bible study, you do not quickly run into summary. You do not summarize. In Bible study, you go through all the details. The interesting part of Jesus' parable is that a reader could come off with the wrong end of what he was talking about if you fail to pay attention. For example, look at the parable of the unjust judge. Jesus was teaching about prayer. Then he came up with the parable of the unjust judge. In that parable, look at the characters. There's a widow. There is the unjust judge who does not fear God nor man. That can't be God. God cannot be the unjust judge. But because people are in a hurry to pray, they assume that in that parable, what Jesus was communicating is that keep troubling God in prayer. Don't let him rest until he does something. But the person that was troubled in that parable was the unjust judge. Our God is a just God. Our God is a righteous God. He's not unjust. So again, like I said, if you do not pay attention to details, when you read such parables, you arrive at a wrong destination. You arrive at a wrong destination. Look at something quickly. Let's look at something quickly, you know, this evening. And uh, it's the same issue we also have with women and preaching the gospel. Same issue because people are not paying attention to details. And a lot of women have been asked not to preach the gospel because certain scriptures have not been properly paid attention to where the details of those scriptures are concerned. You know, and oftentimes denominations come out of these scriptures because those denominations have a mindset. So let's look at contextual reading and do a little bit of work here. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 34 and 35. First Corinthians 14, 34 and 35. Let your women keep silence in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. Next verse. And if they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home. For it is a shame for women to speak in the church. Silence. Look at the key things here. Silence. Husbands. Then the law. Now, that will be a bit contradictory. Because brother Paul, in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 5. 1 Corinthians 11 verse number 5. But every woman that prayeth or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonoreth her head. For that is even all as even all one as if she were shaven. Now, did you observe? He endorsed that women can pray and prophesy. Then three chapters after, he now says the women should not speak in church. Anyway, prophesying is always done in the church. Look at First Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse three to five. First Corinthians fourteen, verse three to five. But he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. Next verse. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. But he that prophesieth edifieth the church. Edifieth the church. Next verse. I would that ye all speak with tongues, but rather that ye prophesied. For greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh with tongues. Except ye interpret that the church may receive edifice. Except ye interpret that the church may receive edifying so prophesying is for the church 
we prophesy in church. And he is saying that the woman thus prophesies in the church so that the church can be edified. Now, please pay attention. That, that must be something that some people are not getting in that teaching. That makes men to be confused and certain churches to be confused where women are banished from doing anything in the church. In Bible doctrine, to understand truth, you must corroborate something that is, you must find an evidence of the same truth somewhere, at least one or two. Somewhere, at least one or two. Something, you know, something that is an additional witness. For example, Second Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1 and 2. Second Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1 and 2. This is the third time I am coming to you. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. It's taken from, if you're making notes, that quote is taken from, from Numbers, Numbers chapter 35 verse 30. And Jesus said the same thing in Matthew 18, 16. Put that up for us. Matthew chapter 18 verse number 16. But if he will not hear thee then, take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. That in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word might be established. So that means you need to have the evidence to understand what brother Paul is saying. To establish a truth, I must have two or three witnesses. I must find other places where the same doctrine or the same teaching was made by another apostle and i'm going to give you another text look at first timothy chapter 2 verse 9 to 12 first timothy chapter 2 verse 9 to 12 in like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel with shamefacedness and sobriety not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly array next verse but but which becometh women professing godliness with good works. Next verse. 11, 11 quickly. Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. Learn in silence with all subjection, yeah. But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. But to be in silence. Give me 13 and 14. <clears throat> For Adam was first formed, then Eve. Then Eve. Then Eve. Yeah. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. All right. So the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Now he says, I suffer. The word suffer not, it means allow. I allow not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man. So let's look at the word usurp authority. That's key. What does it mean to usurp authority? The word usurp authority is the word used to govern a town. To govern a town. That's why the next statement will be to be in subjection. Used for kings. Alright? Is the word to dominate. The Greek word authentian. A-U-T-H-E-N-T-H-E-N. Alright? Someone who dominates or someone who is in charge. So let's look at it like this. I do not allow a woman to teach nor to be in charge. Give commands 
and instructions over the man. That's what brother Paul was saying. Listen carefully. I do not allow a woman to teach nor to be in charge. Give commands and instructions over the men. That is, I do not allow the woman to give instructions to the man. Look at verse 11 again carefully. Verse 11 of the same First Timothy chapter 2. First Timothy 2 verse 11. Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. The word to be in subjection is the Greek word hypothage. Hypothage. H-Y-P-O-T-A-G-E. H-Y-P-O-T-A-G-E. Hypothage is used for submission. That word is used for submission. That is why people say women cannot teach in the church. But listen carefully. Let me just look at it this way. When you see a word like that, women should not teach in church. Think like this. Can a woman evangelize? And if a woman can evangelize, who is a woman permitted to evangelize? A fellow woman? Maybe women should start going for gender evangelism. Woman to woman. <laughs> man to man. That's the first thing. Number two, think about it like this. Can a woman lead in praise in church? Women lead in praise. What is a praise service? A praise service is a teaching service. When we say praise and worship, it's a teaching service. So if a woman can lead in praise and worship, that woman, by implication, is teaching. Alright, look at it also like this. Can a woman lead in prayer? Women lead in prayer in church. What is a prayer meeting? A prayer meeting is an edification meeting and is also a teaching meeting. A prayer meeting is a meeting where we teach. So if women can go for evangelism and women can evangelize men, if women can lead in praise and women can lead in prayer or should we have women churches and men churches different <laughs> all right now so let's go back he's talking about you know to rule over and we need corroboration to understand what brother paul was talking about here so again first peter chapter two chapter three verse one first peter chapter three verse number one Likewise, likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. So, the, the word subjection, to be in subjection, is the word again, hypotage. H-Y-P-O-T-A-G-E. To subjection, did you observe? Be in subjection to your own husband. To your own husband. Not be in subjection to every man. Women, be in subjection to your own husband. Look at 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3 to 5. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3 to 5. But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Next verse. Every man praying or prophesying, having his head covered, dishonoreth his head. Next verse. But every woman that prayeth or prophesieth with her head uncovered dishonoreth her head. For that is even all one as if she were shaven. Now, 
I've done a teaching on this, you know, and I will just touch a few things tonight. Notice the word head. 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 There's a difference between head and hair. Hair is not head. Head is not hair. Now, read for me again verse 3 of that 1 Corinthians 11 because this issue has always been a problem with people that do not read the Bible carefully. Read for me. But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ. That the head, the head of every man is Christ. And the head of the woman is the man. And the head of the woman is the man. And the head of Christ is God. And the head of Christ is God. So look at this. The head of Christ is God. The head of the woman is the man. See that? The head of Christ is God. The head of the man is Christ. The head of the woman is the man. So, the man does not cover his head. The man, we're not talking of scarf. The head of every man is Christ. And the head of every woman is the man. So the man does not cover Christ. But the woman covers her husband. We're not talking of scarf. Now. <clears throat> head covered. Head uncovered. We're not talking of hair here now. Head. Head. Look at 2 Corinthians 11, verse 14 to 15. 2 Corinthians 11, 14 to 15. Sorry, 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, sorry. 1 Corinthians 11, 14 and 15. Doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him? 15. But if woman have long hair, it is, is a glory to her, for her hair is given for her a covering. Her hair, her hair... If it is long, it's a covering for her head. Now, dishonoreth her head. If a woman prays with her head uncovered, the head of the woman is the man. He uses the word head. So, he is teaching about the custom the custom of covering the head which was at Corinth at that particular time in that place there was a custom of covering the head which shows you are submissive to your husband so he is saying there that if you defy a custom a culture of submission you defy submission if you're in a place where your culture says the only way to show that a woman is submissive to her husband culturally is to cover her head with scarf and you do not cover your head with scarf you are being you're not being submissive to your husband it's dealing with culture it has nothing to do with you know um uh a prayer or no prayer at all this is dealing with culture here and in that church that was a culture and he is not asking you to go to church with a scarf 
He's just establishing submission and he's establishing the authority of the home. Now, in 1 Corinthians 11, he's talking about the woman and her husband. In 1 Corinthians 14, he's talking about the woman and her husband. In 1 Peter chapter 3, he is talking about the woman and her husband. Look at Ephesians chapter 5 verse 22 to 24. Ephesians 5 22 to 24. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Unto Lord. your own. Submit unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. 24. Ephesians 5 24. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. As the church is subject unto Christ, so the wives should be subject to their own. Own. That, that's a word to underline. To their own husbands. Colossians 3.18 Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. Unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. So, so far, we have seen that both 1 Corinthians 14, 1 Corinthians 11, 1 Peter 3, Ephesians 5, and Colossians 3, 18, that every time you see a woman being told to submit to a man, it is to submit to her husband. To submit to her husband. There is no scripture that says every woman submits to every man. No such scripture anywhere. Submission, the teaching of submission is within the framework of marriage. It's within husband and wife. Now, I'd like you to observe something. Observe something because... First Timothy 2.11. Please look at First Timothy chapter 2 verse number 11. Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. Now, look at the clearest evidence we have on the subject. But hold on first. In Bible study, there will be some scriptures that have the issue well explained. So when you're looking for a subject, after you've gathered all the little, little statements on that subject, zero in on the scriptures that have the subject well explained. 1 Corinthians 7.32-34. to 1 Corinthians 7.32-34. to But I would have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried cares for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. He that is unmarried unmarried meaning single she that is unmarried we cannot ask a girl that is unmarried to submit to her husband <laughs> see that and neither shall we ask a widow to submit to her own husband see that so now he's dealing with those that are married give me that first corinthians 7 33 and 34 but he that is married cared for the things that are of the world, how he may please his wife. Next verse. There is difference also between a wife and a virgin. A difference between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman cares for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. 
But she that is married cares for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. How she may please her husband. Now, this is a very clear text that explains the distinction in what Brother Paul was saying. He is saying there are those married and there are those unmarried. Now, unmarried, single. And Brother Paul in this verse is also unmarried as he is talking as he is teaching is also among those that are unmarried now he says care the word care or carrot means she is driven by she is driven by or he is driven by so it's clear that everything brother paul said and peter was that women should learn in subjection has to do with the woman and her husband. It's not a general instruction to women. Let me tell you where the confusion is. There is one word in the Greek, which is the same word that is used for woman, wife, and lady. One word. is the word june. June. G-U-N-E. So most of the time, the translators use the same word for woman, for single, for lady, for girl. But better translations will put wife, wife. So he couldn't have been talking to all women. He was specifically addressing wives. Look at First Timothy chapter 4 verse 2. First Timothy chapter 4 verse number 2. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Next verse. Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. Alright, give me Second Timothy chapter 4, verse number 2. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. Next verse. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own loss shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Now, if you observe from the things we have explained so far, the soundness of doctrine there will be that a wife submits to her husband within the framework of marriage. Within the framework of marriage. He was actually, Brother Paul and Peter were referring to the man and woman in marriage. That's why he used Adam was first created before Eve. Because he was dealing with the institution of marriage. So, when studying scriptures, you look at the details. You look at the details. Because what brother Paul was teaching and dealing with there in the subject of submission has to do with the framework of marriage. And not that women should not preach the gospel. Not that women should not pastor. Not that women should not head churches. No, that's not what brother Paul was dealing with. He was dealing with submission within the framework of marriage at home so that it becomes easy for that institution to function and run smoothly. And of course, you know that if you're married and you're a wife and your home is running well, it will help your ministry to be effective. If you're married and you're a husband and your home is running well, it will help you to be effective in ministry. And in order for the home and the marriage institution to run well, the wife will have to be in submission to her husband and the husband will have to love his wife. Because that's the way the scripture puts it out for us. And those are the responsibilities we have within the framework of marriage. So brother Paul was not stopping women from preaching and teaching. 
he was rather directing women back to the place of submission within the framework of marriage some of the most powerful preachers and teachers of god's word in these last days are women and they are rising you know in every nation in every continent from 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 you know from from city to city from country to country women are rising with such intelligence with such doctrinal understanding and with such ability to open up the word of god and, and produce and you know and and, and and introduce jesus to a world that doesn't know jesus so women let nobody shut you down let nobody stop you go ahead and preach the gospel remember i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh your sons and daughters shall prophesy your sons and daughters shall prophesy the same holy ghost in the man is the same holy ghost in the woman and the same enablement the commission is given to all believers and all believers are to preach the gospel to every creature i thought i will hear powerful amen now let's get back to obadiah verse 17 obadiah verse 17 <clears throat> but upon mount zion shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Now this is a prophecy. And the word deliverance there in the Hebrew is the word peleta. Peleta means escaped ones or the escaped lot. So the delivered ones shall assemble in Zion. Remember that. Then we saw another word, romoi. Romoi means to set free. It's not like setting a bed free to just fly. It's like setting the bed free unto yourself. You take from one place and bring to yourself. We came from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his son. Now notice something. The Old Testament symbols are imageries. Please take that down. That's very important. The Old Testament symbols are imageries. That is their words are always subject to interpretation. The words of the Old Testament people are always subject to interpretation. Why did, you know, Obadiah use Zion? We are now in Zion. Now, don't be carried away. Because Zion is a place. We saw that in 2 Samuel chapter 5 verse 7. That Zion was a place of authority. Zion was a city from where David ruled. So Zion was David's kingdom for rulership. We also established that Jerusalem is Zion. So because of the imagery, what is imagery? Imagery is a literary term. I use an image to express a concept. Using an image to express a concept. For example, if I tell you that brother in Tui is a cheater. Cheater, C-H-E-E-A-T-E-R. Cheater. I don't think you expect to see someone with whiskers. No. If I say he's a cheater, what I mean is that he is very fast. I use imagery to communicate the concept of his speed imagery all right i'm only telling you that that brother is very fast so when he says upon mount zion shall be deliverance if you just take it the way he said it you will think he is talking about a geographical location somewhere 
because Zion is actually a geographical location in Israel. It's a territory. But the writer here is not talking about a physical location where you step into and say, I am now in Zion or I am going to Zion because the language of communication by Obadiah is imagery. Look at First Peter chapter 1 verse number 10. First Peter chapter 1 verse number 10. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Go ahead, next verse. Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify, when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Verse 12. Unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things the angels desire to look into. Now pay attention to how the angels or, or how the prophets were described. Unto whom it was revealed. That unto whom should be through whom it was revealed. They ministered things that they did not know the prophets. Now, we said that the word mystery or mysterion means an open secret. So, the mystery of the kingdom was communicated in words and revelation. And even the revelation was communicated in words. So, both the revelation and the mystery were communicated in words. Please listen. Mystery means it was said, but the people whom it was said to did not understand. So, in Obadiah 17, why did he say Mount Zion? Because that was what the writer or the prophet understood. So, he said, Zion, there shall be deliverance upon Mount Zion. But he did not understand the import of what he said. Listen carefully. The revelation of their prophetic words was not given to them, the prophets, to know. It was given to us to know in Christ. What they said was not given to them to know. Even though they were the ones who said it. Look at how they spoke. Matthew 13, 34. Matthew 13, verse number 34. All these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables. And without a parable spake he not unto them. Next verse. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. I will open my mouth in parables. The word parable is a Greek word parabole, which means illustrations, figurative expression, and some of them are fictions. Illustrations, figurative expression, and some of them are fictions. Now, Look at that same scripture we just read. Notice he said he will utter secret things. Things kept secret. The word secret is taken from Psalm 78 verse 2. Read for me. Psalm 78 verse number 2. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old. I will utter dark sayings 
hidden things or secret things is the word crypto crypto which means to keep a fact and oftentimes that word crypto is used to conceal something or something that is kept secret the word secret is to keep a fact kept secret when since the foundation of the world so there were things that were kept secret from the foundation of the world please pay attention jesus said about those things in matthew chapter 13 verse 17 matthew chapter 13 verse 17 for verily i say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them read, read it again for me read it again for me for verily i say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them did you observe to hear those things which you hear and have not heard them to see those things which you see and have not seen them all right if you observe he didn't say to say those things and haven't said them he stopped at seeing and hearing all right now pay attention carefully and if you observe he said prophets and righteous men so prophets like elijah elisha jeremiah ezekiel isaiah there are things they wanted to see but couldn't see there are things they wanted to hear but couldn't hear but they spoke things that they themselves didn't understand look at first corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 first corinthians chapter 2 verse number 9 but as it is written i have not seen nor ear heard neither have entered into the heart of man the things which god has prepared for them that love him did you observe eyes have not seen nor ear heard he didn't talk about the mouth he didn't say the mouth has not said it he said their eyes have not seen their ears have not heard neither have they entered into their hearts look at verse 10 verse 10 of first corinthians chapter 2 but god hath revealed them unto us by his spirit for the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of For God. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Please pay attention. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 7. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse number 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Now, someone asked me, Dr. Damina, First Corinthians 1.30 says, Jesus is made unto us wisdom. Why did James in James 1.6 say, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. If any of you lack wisdom, if Jesus is made wisdom unto us, why is james saying if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of god he thinks james is wrong but hey james is not wrong if you observe brother paul also prayed that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened 
that God will grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. In the knowledge of him. So, 1 Corinthians 1.30, he was specific about the wisdom he was talking about. It's the Greek word Sophia, S-O-P-H-I-A, which means inside. So, every time a word is used in scripture, you must read that epistle, the whole of it, carefully. Because oftentimes, you will see that word repeated in that same book then it will give you an understanding of what he's saying. So, what wisdom is Jesus made unto us? And what wisdom are we to ask if we lack wisdom? 1 Corinthians 124. 1 Corinthians 124. But unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. But unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. The power. He used the word wisdom. Now, he is talking about the cross. He is talking about the redemptive sacrifice of Jesus. He referred to that as the wisdom of God. The redemptive sacrifice. So, when he said Christ is made unto us wisdom. He also said he's made unto us righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Meaning, he is referring to the redemptive sacrifice. So he now says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 7. Please pay attention. Many scriptures good for your health. Read on. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. The hidden wisdom... Which God ordained before the world unto our glory. What was that hidden wisdom? The sufferings of Christ and the glory that will follow. God ordained the sacrificial work of Christ before the foundation of the world unto our glory. So that redemptive sacrifice of Jesus is the wisdom he was talking about so that's the wisdom he is talking about here the redemptive sacrifice not wisdom for daily living but the redemptive sacrifice because there were Christians who had the wisdom of salvation born again born of the spirit have accepted the wisdom of God in Christ they are saved by Jesus but they are very stupid in daily living. Very stupid. They are born again. They speak in tongues. They are saved. Their names are written in the book of life. But they are simpletons in day-to-day -day living. They have no wisdom. Those are the people James is asking to ask God for wisdom for daily living. That is why brother Paul will call believers that are born again that have received the wisdom of God in Galatians chapter 3 verse 1. These guys are born again, tongue-talking, the church at Galatia. Galatians 3 1. What did Paul call them? Oh foolish Galatians. Foolish Galatians. They have the wisdom of God in salvation, but they are foolish. See that? They are foolish. 
Christ was made unto them wisdom. They believed in Christ, but they lacked the wisdom of living from studying the word of God. They lacked the wisdom of living from studying the word of God. But wisdom in 1 Corinthians 1.30 is salvation or the redemptive sacrifice. So always know the wisdom because the wisdom there means insight into God's purpose and plan. Look at 1 Corinthians 2.16. Please pay attention. 1 Corinthians 2.16. For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. But we have the mind of Christ. Hmm. He's not talking about mind for writing exams. We have the mind of Christ. He is telling you how God revealed things to us by his spirit. The mind of Christ. The word mind of Christ simply means understanding what God has hidden from the foundation of the world. Understanding God's plan, God's purpose, God's intent that was hidden from the foundation of the world and that plan and purpose and intent of God is Christ himself. That's not for day-to-day -day life. That's the revelation of the scriptures. Christ, therefore, is wisdom hidden in the words of the Old Testament. Christ is wisdom hidden in the words of the Old Testament. That's why in Luke 24, 25, 26, 27, he said unto them, O fool, slow of heart, to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So Jesus is that wisdom. He is the interpretation of all the words of the scripture. All the words of scripture find their meaning in Christ. So Christ is the revelation of God. Or Christ is the revelation of the Father. Oh, hallelujah. He's the revelation of the Father. Look at Colossians chapter 1 verse 25 and 26. Colossians chapter 1 verse 25 and 26. Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you yep. to fulfill the word of God. Yeah. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. Yeah, next verse, 27. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory, Agamananga, the glory of this mystery, the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. So, the wisdom of God is a person. Redemption is a person. The revelation of God's plan and purpose are all in a person. His name is Christos or his name is Christ. So conclusively, we said Colossians chapter 2 verse 15. Colossians chapter 2 verse number 15. 
And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. So now we, we took time to establish that the word made a show is a word, it means to make a show. Take note of that. There's another word, spoiled, spoiled, made a show. The third word in that verse is triumphing over them in it. So we have spoiled three words spoiled made a show triumphing over them in it we established that the word spoiled is to take from to take from the word apek domai to take from or to lay aside or to remove from so when he said jesus spoiled principalities and powers he means jesus removed from principalities and powers so what was taken remember principalities and powers can also be called the kingdom of darkness so what did jesus take from the kingdom of darkness you whom he has delivered you whom he has delivered please pay attention so what did he spoil from the kingdom of darkness? Those who we are in that kingdom. Those who we are in that kingdom because the word spoil means to plunder. Look at Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. Hebrews chapter 2 verse number 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. The word destroy is the word katejio in the Greek. To nullify him that had the power of death. To nullify. Give me verse 15. To nullify. So Jesus nullified. Verse 15. And delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. And deliver them. So question. What was taken from the devil? Men. Men. He spoiled principalities and powers. Means he took men from principalities and powers. I mean look at Jesus' parable in Matthew 12, 29. Jesus' parable in Matthew 12, 29. Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house? All right, now, he used the word haphazo, which means forceful, to spoil, to take away from a strong man what the strong man had. The word haphazo. Take these scriptures down, they will help you. Matthew eleven twelve, Matthew thirteen nineteen, John sixteen fifteen, John ten twelve. Put up for me on the screen John ten twenty eight and twenty nine. John ten twenty eight and twenty nine. Read for me. 
And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hands. Next verse. My father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. My father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man can pluck them out of my, to take away, pluck, to take away from me. Also another scripture for further study, Acts 8.39, Jude 1.23, Acts 8.39, Jude 1.23, First Thessalonians 4 7. So you take away, you take from, you spoil principalities and powers means you took away from principalities and powers. What did he take away from principalities and powers? Men. What was the goods of the strong man? Men. Ephesians 2, 1 to 3. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. <clears throat> and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Read on. Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Yeah. Among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. And were by nature the children of wrath. Remember, the spirit walketh in the children of disobedience. That's why he said, the heart of man is where the power of darkness resides. The power of darkness resides and finds expression through the hearts of men that are not born again. Colossians 2.15 again. Colossians chapter 2 verse 15. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a shoe of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Now, he says, he made a shoe of them openly. The word them is not in the original. So, the original is, he made a shoe openly. He made a shoe openly. See that? The word them is used both for us and for them. So now it's left for us to know what did he make a show of? First, fasting, he spoiled principalities and powers. He took the captives of Satan from Satan. Let's follow the thought. He made a show of what? The word shoe is used only two times in the Greek. And it was used for disgrace. A shoe. It makes it easy to assume. But that shoe is not the same in this scripture. Now, that shoe was used in Matthew 1.19 where Joseph didn't want to put away Mary so he doesn't make a shoe of her as a public example. Okay? So, it's not left for us to know what was the open display. Please listen carefully. He made a shoe of what? What was the subject of discussion in Colossians chapter 2? Was it Satan or us? Us. Us. So, 
us is those who were delivered from the power of darkness. Now, so the next word will now make sense. Listen carefully. Triumphing over them in it. So, there will be triumph. The word triumph is the Greek word triumbo. Triumbo, T-H-R-I-A-M-B-O. Used in 2 Corinthians 2.14. Read for me. 2 Corinthians 2 verse 14. Now thanks be unto God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ, mm. and maketh manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. And maketh manifest. Give me the amplified. Oh, I'm rounding up this. Give me the amplified. 2 Corinthians 2.14. But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumph as trophies of Christ's victory. As trophies of Christ's victory. And through us spreads and makes evident the fragrance of the knowledge of God everywhere. Through us spreads and makes manifest the fragrance. There is an aroma or a fragrance that we release when we bring the knowledge of Christ. When we bring the knowledge of Christ. That word is used for triumphant procession. Means to do a procession with the spoil of your victory means to go with the spoils of your victory and do a procession with it people think what jesus paul was demons so jesus is not displaying demons no that triumphant procession has to be saints a display of the delivered ones glory to god and in that display of the delivered ones, Satan is disgraced. The more people are saved, the more people are born again, the more people are delivered, the more people are displayed in the victory of Christ, the more Satan is disgraced. So the death, the burial, and the resurrection is in view here. Now listen carefully. That victory procession in Christ is over the enemy and there is a there is a triumphant procession which is done on it every time people get born again a procession takes place a display takes place the victory of christ is reinforced re reaffirmed reproclaimed that right in the presence of satan a man under the chains of bondage and under the chains of sin and under the power of darkness hears the gospel and walks out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light and the devil can do nothing about it that's a triumphant procession the devil can't stop him the devil can hinder him once he hears and believes Kabayada, he walks out of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son and every time we preach the gospel we are releasing and spreading and making manifest the aroma, the aroma, the sweet savor of the knowledge of Christ. Preaching and teaching is an expression of the sweet savor. And when people inhale it, they come alive. Glory to God. When people inhale the aroma of the knowledge of Christ, they get born again. They move from darkness to light. 
Somebody shout hallelujah. Stand on your feet. That's all I've got for you in this service. Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice in this building, on television, radio, on social media, all over the world, that this revelation grows big in the hearts of your people until nothing else matters. Barriers terminated. Sickness and disease be healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answered prayer today in Jesus' precious name. And every believer says that amen on a note of finality. Glory! Listen, in two minutes, I'm joining Mr. Michael Bush in the other studio where we shall answer your calls, respond to your questions, read your mails, and bring counsel from the word of God in a bid to help you get more established, more clarity, more light, more understanding in the doctrine of Christ. And just before I go to the other studio, every time we teach you the word of God, we give you an opportunity to honor the word of God with your offerings, with your partnership, with your contribution to help us get the gospel all over the world. And I want to thank partners and friends who have continually given to support what we do globally, impacting the world with the glory of Christ through the gospel. Tonight, I want to pray for you again as we give banking details are on the screen. Mr. Michael Bush will read the banking details on radio. And hey, guys, it's a joy to always give you the opportunity to honor Christ and help us carry out the vision through your givings. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for everybody giving tonight. I decree and I declare that our offerings are a sweet smell. And I pray that the needs of your people are met supernaturally. And we thank you for great favor upon your people. And we rejoice that we have all the resources that we need to continue to advance the cause of Christ on the earth. We give you praise and glory for answered prayer. In Jesus' name. And every believer says a powerful amen. Hey guys, it's a joy to serve you. And I look forward to catching you in the honor studio in a few seconds. And until then, enjoy the grace of Christ. Let's celebrate viewers around the world for being a part of this service tonight. Hey, glory! Amen! Woo! I tell you what a blessing. You blessed by this message. For these, all the messages and books by Dr. Abel Damino. Please call plus 234-806-800-9939 or email powercityoffice at gmail.com Okay, thank you for staying with us. You know, I, I hope that the program goes well. If it doesn't go well on this edition, I, I tell you, just catch my producer because we have been prepping and prepping. We've been talking and talking and talking and not prepping for the program. But not to worry, we'll do what we can. But let's join Global Baba um, next by sharing with you the bank details in case you want to take part in the offering rounds. There are three banks, as usual. They have one thing in common, and that is the account name, Power City International. Tonight, this edition, I would love to start with Zenith. The number is 10-12-36-59-12. That's for Zenith. Remember, the account name is Power City International. The second bank tonight is FCMB. And um, the number is 29-82-68-2028. 29-82-68-2028-FCMB. Same account uh, name, Power City International. Finally, UBA, 139-26465. If that is for UBA with the same account name. Power City International. 
All right. Um, in the course of the program, in this edition, you have the opportunity, as always, to call in plus two three four. If you are calling from outside the country, otherwise it's 0806 That's the number you would just have to use to call into the program. The SMS line, in case you want to send us an SMS or two, is plus two three four seven zero three six nine one eight six four two. For sponsorship, yes. Um, about sponsorship, I need to. I even have some great things I love to share with you. But um, yes, for sponsorship, and take very important note of this number, plus 234-803-275-6104. Excuse me. Oh, okay. I, I still am learning to do that one. <coughs> okay, that's global. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay, also you can also email directly to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. Uh, if you want to send us counseling, you want to take part in this program, and you want to send us an email, or two, just um, do that to ask the counselor now at gmail.com. Okay, I was telling you something that I, I, I didn't know, you know, until I came here to, 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 to partner the church, to assist the church, to assist Lumbaba do this. I, I didn't know that um, Power City International, and I'm not patronizing the church, it's just what I found out, that they, they do so, so, so much charity. So, so much charity that has gone... Um, unannounced, they don't want people to know. For instance, I, I, you, may, you may be amazed during the lockdown, so much food, so much money, so, so much was done to assist people. Very good. And that was done across the world. Fantastic thing. And um, I'm hoping that that tradition must continue, and especially with this program, we try to see what we do. So if you're interested in that, I'll be able to give you a phone number or two, a special phone number for that, because we're, going, we're planning something special. And um, he has to be speaking directly with me or the producer. I'll get, I'll get to that number um, probably before we round off this edition of the program. Okay, enough of this preamble. Let me set the stage, even though uh, Global Baba, quite strangely, is not where to be found. It's nowhere to be found right now. It's only, I like to round off this um, uh, first opening when I see him so that I'm sure that uh, we, we're going to have the second stanza of the program. Even the producer is looking for Global Baba. We don't know where he is, but somehow, I, I think that <laughs> it's very funny. We need to see Global Baba first before I go on that break. But let me also tell you what else is happening. So much is happening. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that wherever you are, you're doing well. And then you're taking advantage. You're availing yourself of uh, this program, the great things that are being taught on this program, and we can continue to assist um, in a way or two. Okay, looks like Global Baba is almost here. Even <laughs> producer is looking for Global Baba. Everyone needs him. Global Baba is not here yet. And, um, 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 um. okay. So, um, I, I can take that break. I can go on that break because I think that um, somehow Global Baba is almost here. He's almost here. I can go on this break. 120 seconds. I catch you. Please stay with us. Eternal life. Only Jesus can give it. I come to Jesus for eternal life. I don't come to him for other things that I can get elsewhere. I come to him for what only he supplies. I am come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. He that has the son has life. So why are we in Christ for life? Abel Damino Ministries International presents Righteous Invasion of Truth 
Riot live with Dr. Abel Tamir. Somebody shut up! The curse, curses, cursing, and the concept of deliverance. And ask the counselor with Dr. Abel Daminer and Michael Bush. Date 11th October to 15th November 2020. Time Mondays to Saturdays 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. GMT plus one. Sunday 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. services GMT plus one. You can also join the broadcast on Comfort FM 95.1 Uyo 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. daily. XL FM 106.9 Uyo 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. daily. Inspiration FM 105.9 Uyo from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily. And Radio Aquaibo 90.5 Uyo 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. daily. Watch this program live on Kingdom Life Network TV on your strong decoder or my TV. Also, visit Abel Damina Facebook handle, Instagram handle, Twitter handle, and YouTube. Host Doctors Abel and Rachel Damina. Jesus for eternal life. I don't come to him for other things that I can get elsewhere. I come to him for what only he supplies. I am come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. He that has the son has life. So why are we in Christ for life? Abel Damino Ministries International presents Righteous Invasion of Truth Riot Live with Dr. Abel Tamina. Somebody shut up! The curse, curses, cursing, and the concept of deliverance. And ask the counselor with Dr. Abel Tamina and Michael Bush. Date 11th October to 15th November 2020. Time Mondays to Saturdays 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. GMT plus one. Sunday 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. services GMT plus one. You can also join the broadcast on Comfort FM 95.1 Uyo 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. daily. XL FM 106.9 Uyo 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. daily. Inspiration FM 105.9 Uyo from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily. And Radio Aquaibo 90.5 Uyo 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. daily. Watch this program live on Kingdom Life Network TV on your strong decoder 
All My TV. Also, visit Abel Damino Facebook handle, Instagram handle, Twitter handle, and YouTube. Host, Doctors Abel and Rachel Damino. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for staying with us. It's 19 minutes past the hour in Uyo, Nigeria. And um, on this edition of the program, I'm excited to report that everything is as fine as it always is. I'm super excited that Global Baba is here, but before I get to him in a moment, let me just say that the production team led by Pastor IG Equere, a producer, um, everyone is also on the ground, and they join me, Michael Bush, the anchor, to welcome you to this edition of the pro um, program. So without any further ado, help me welcome the man of the moment, international tele-evangelist, global barber, Dr. Edel Davina. The intercontinental Mr. Bush. <laughs> global barber, so good to see you. Whoa. So to, to, um, today, earlier today. So you gave me a surprise <laughs> visit. <laughs> you gave me a surprise hey, visit today. I just landed at global barber's house for the first time in my but life. But you should have told me you were coming. <laughs> Oh, oh man, we had some, yeah, sure. we had some refreshing nice. time. And great was, work you do there. Well, thank great you. Great things you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Baba, you. You know yes. when I was trying to set the stage on this edition of, um, by the way, this is um, Ask the Counselor, I was just saying that until I came here to, to help you, to support the church do this, yes. I, I never knew the church does um, massive charity. So what is that humility, Global Baba, in not announcing, in not in not um, publishing, in not publicizing that. Actually, my perspective, and somebody asked me this in London, some journalists when we were doing some show in London, and they were talking about the role of the church in society and all of that. And they were asking me, do we do charity in our church? And I said to them, yes, oh. we do. And they said, so why don't you advertise it? Why because, don't you know, you out there, nobody it? believes that Power City does that, or yeah. that even you. Well, you know, I, I said to them, what, the way I look at it is, members of Power City are members of my family. So when I do things for my family, I don't announce it. That's my perspective. That when we reach out, we bless our members, we solve problems for them, pay house rent for them, you know, pay school fees, help some of them who want to travel, mm. help some of them who are getting married, help some of them, you know, who are trying to settle down women in the hospital who cannot pay the hospital bills. When we do all of that, I see that as a family thing mm. that's why i don't announce i don't advertise like during the lockdown mm. we had I a lot that. we had a lot of that sure. but you, you know to me it's like this is family and when we do family stuff we keep it within but family. does not worry you that you do all of that believe me i didn't know never heard it i don't also think that the members of the church are fair to the church you know, because nobody says it. Even you, you're, you're described in some very horrendous terms when it comes to charity, when it comes to giving, when it comes to supporting people. In fact, every year we have a hostel where we take all the youth coppers. We take them from the camp. The day they are done with camp, since we know a lot of them are strangers, we take them in buses to our hostels and we keep them there and feed them throughout their stay until they find a place where they are posted to and where they settle in. And sometimes some of them stay in our hostel till they finish serving. And we've been doing that for many years now. So what is the point in not letting the world know? You see, see Global Baba, it's not even, it's not even um, to show off. Sometimes it's also to evangelize to others that you can also do this charity. 
Well, you are here, and we are talking about it tonight. Okay. No, Papa. <laughs> no, it's something we should take seriously. Yeah, we're talking By about it. By the way, I've also announced there's something. We uh, even do yeah. medicals. We, go, we, we do medicals. We buy clothes. Our city. Yes, we take doctors. We take medication, glasses. You know, we do all kinds of things. No, Papa, do you do it under the ground? No, we do it in Akwaibom. We do it in, as we go, you know, all of us, we go to do crusades and conferences. We send our medical team ahead of time. They go with medication. They go with, you know, all of that. No, but they do medicals. Do one, the cameras, two. the cameras of Kellerin, are they blind to that? Are they not supposed to cover that? No, we used to cover it, but we don't show it. I don't even know if they, if they, if they, no, no, Baba, it's not, if, it's, if not, it's still in the studio. Actually, minus the ministry. Well, if, you know, just like I said, it's my perspective. I just felt like, you know, uh, that's the way I saw it. Oh, Baba, you, you would just uh, focus on teaching us what we don't know. Let us also do the things that we know. Please do. You know, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> so, good <laughs> yeah, sure. So you, yeah. you just bring the Bible knowledge to us. Leave yeah. the other thing. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Global Baba, yesterday, your church, and I'm very, very proud um, of our city international. I'm telling you, yesterday, the church, you know, just stopped my heart from beating, just stopped. They stopped, they got me not breathing for about 10 minutes. I'm telling you, I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm happy that I'm still alive. No, but hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, I say this and I mean every point of it. The men of your church got together. Um, uh, the producer was there, of course, um, Pastor I.J. Query, there was Pastor, Pastor Obon Connell with his dear wife. Um, the producer also came with his wife and children and they don't want us to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. The producer is gesticulating now. And then um, there was um, Pastor Peter Inouye and all the men, the, some of the men of your church, you know, with their wives. They got together and did a surprise birthday for General. Wow. Baba, you know, that touched me. Even General came, almost came to tears, but he said, look, I told myself I'll never cry in my life. Baba, that is what to do for people like that. Especially at this point of their lives. Yeah, I agree. So the, the church just, and the, the way the church did it, you would never have known. We just went and deceived. Even how to get the global baba into the car was another problem. <laughs> you know, he said, no, why? No, don't worry. Today's my birthday. I don't want to go out. I'm not going anywhere. He said, so just come and look at this new house. He promised you come and look at it. Yes. He came, the moment he came, I was in that car. He said, huh? why are there too many cars here? Hey. Are you guys setting me up? <laughs> he said, I need you. That was he joined them to set me up. That was a smart one. Oh, it was so fine. Oh, but, but, but that guy, that guy has been a blessing. Absolutely. And uh, to reach out to him on his birthday mm. is not really a big deal because he's been a blessing. It is too much. He's been a yeah. blessing. And, and Global Bible was good. They, 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 they kept you and Mama aside. Yeah, it was it's good. It's only you and Mama who were not there. Exactly. But, but it was good. <laughs> they you mean, yeah, it was good. In, uh, and I'm glad, you know, it was, you, know, it was it was, you guys had a great time. Okay, Global Bible, um, producer insists that we spent the night in Italy. You know, I, I don't remember that. I thought it was somewhere else. But so we followed the producer and launched the program. So tonight we're starting with Sophia, who says, Hello, Global Baba. Pray for me on how to disciple youths that have addictions. Well, Christ, reveal Christ to them. Reveal Christ to them. Reveal to them the love of God. Reveal to them that they are accepted by God the way they are. Reveal to them that the gospel is the power of God to save and not just to save, but the power of God to free them from those addictions and give them a better quality of life. And there's, there's, a, there's a teaching module, excuse me, there's a teaching module you can use for all of that training. It's called discipleship. That's what you do. And uh, if you reach out to our office, we could advise you on what materials to put together, what materials to study, so that you, in turn, can use those materials to equip. Remember, Jesus said, go and make disciples, not go and make converts. Go and make disciples. Discipleship, it's a process of training 
a process of teaching, a process of turning men into students until they are equipped to equip others. So that's what you need to do to be able to help these people with addictions. Okay, Global Baba, we have a testimony. Uh, comes, unfortunately, from Anonymous. Says, hello, Daddy, I want to testify of the goodness of God. My brother-in-law is healed. He wrote in, I think so, he or she wrote in. And I thank God for prayers and such. May his name be praised. Thank you, Daddy. Amen. Well, amen. Okay. Yeah. Another Anonymous entry. Hello, Global Baba. Once you said that Moses was appointed by the Israelites. My question is, who caused the fire that burns on the tree? Well, which tree? I don't know which tree he's referring to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't so. know which tree. Next time when you write, put the scripture, put all the details so we're able to answer you properly. Okay. Global Baba, you have read the Bible. Um, you know, so, you know, this is why sometimes Global Baba is not good to attract too much trouble to yourself. Yes. They can't ask me that kind of question. Because it's true. I don't even know where the question is. It's true. But you would know which tree there was fire uh, in uh, the Bible. I don't know which tree. <laughs> I've not read anywhere where fire was put on a tree. Okay. But I know that fire, you know, came from heaven. I know that the ground opened and swallowed people and all of that. Mm. So that's why, again, you put the scripture so I'm able to see whether it's a parable or something you're making reference. Absolutely. Many more anonymous entries. Hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. Is fasting good for a believer? Is it through fasting that we receive power to function? Please help me. No, you don't receive power from fasting. Acts 1.8. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. So when you are born of God and you receive the Spirit of God, it is, you know, the book of Ephesians 1, 18, 19, 20 says, what you receive when you receive the Spirit of God is the exceeding greatness of his power to us what who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. That's what you receive when you receive Christ. It is not fasting that gives you power. It is Christ in you that is power. But as you begin to grow in the knowledge through teaching, you begin to realize the resources that are on your inside. And you begin to unleash them by exercising authority and, you know, speaking words and seeing it come to pass. So you don't fast for power. So why do we fast? There's no scripture in the New Testament that teaches fasting. No scripture. Anywhere you see fasting in the New Testament is either the apostles prayed and fasted or where Brother Paul will say in fastings often. You will not find any teaching on fasting. So why did they fast in the book of Acts? Fasting is self-help. It's a self-help de device where you discipline your body, you discipline your emotions so you can stay focused and so you can, you can be more effective either in prayer or in waiting or in studying. That's why you fast. And let me tell you the truth. The truth of the matter is as you begin to spend time in the word and even in prayer, you won't even know when you fast. It will be like so an achievement. It becomes a part of you. Some of us will say we live a fasted life, a fasted life. And what we mean by living a fasted life is that sometimes you miss breakfast. You use the time to pray. Sometimes you miss lunch. You use the time to pray. And sometimes you miss dinner. You use the whole evenings to pray. And you can do that for many days and call it fasting. So that's what fasting does. It enables you to be more effective. It helps you. It's self-help. Almost half past the hour in Uyu, Nigeria, it's... They ask the counselor segments of the program, Riot Life, and it's coming to you from the global headquarters of Power City International, located at uh, 98 Nguangimba Road in the heart of Uyo. Uyo is the headquarters, is the capital of Akwaibum. Akwaibum is the state in south-south Nigeria that's in Africa. Okay, Ofonime has just um, pointed out to me that that question has something to do with the burning bush that Moses saw. 
Oh, burning bush, burning bush, burning bush was 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 uh, a figure of speech. It was a figure of speech. That's why the fire was burning, but the bush was not burnt. See that it's a figure of speech. And brother, brother, you know, in the New Testament, the reference made unto to that event was that an angel was communicating with Moses using the burning bush scenario as a figure. That's the way the New Testament puts it in Acts chapter seven, verse thirty-five. Beautiful. Okay, um, you, you, your calls can start coming in. Uh, I, I know that on the last edition, I promised that I was going to allow calls for 20 minutes. I could only do that for 15. So tonight, I want to do even better by allowing calls for the next um, 25 minutes. So in, 20, in, in another two, three minutes, you can keep those calls coming. Okay, another anonymous entry. Remember, we're still outside um, the continent of Africa. We're still in Europe. It says, hello, Global Baba. If God the Father is Jesus in human form, whose voice spoke from heaven during Jesus' baptism in Mark 1.11 and his transformation in Matthew 17.5. Whose voice spoke from heaven? God's voice spoke from heaven. Jesus is God who became a man. So Jesus was operating dwell. He was a man on earth and he was God in heaven at the same time. He operated dual. Just like you are operating dual. You are in Christ right now and in your city right now. You are operating dual. Because you are immortality in mortality. That's the way it is. Okay, Global Baba, I'm waiting for the calls. I think in another two, three minutes. But there's still this one. Doesn't tell us the location, so I can claim that it's coming from Europe. Sam Philip O says, hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. Why do born-again Christians, Global Baba, experience limitations? Some Christians go through all kinds of sicknesses and cannot get their needs. Are these also determined by knowledge? Yes, they are. The Bible say, says in Philemon chapter 1 verse 6 that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ. You've got to acknowledge it. Acknowledge means precise, accurate knowledge. And that's where it comes. As you begin to grow in knowledge, you begin to effectively take delivery and enjoy what redemption has provided. Okay, I'm told that we have a first caller. I said in two, three minutes, but these guys, they pushed me. So, this caller, hello. Hello. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Where you're calling from, your points, go ahead. Hello. Okay. So we just allow that you come back. Okay, uh, Global Baba, while we take the next caller, or we'll just wait for the next caller, anonymous entry still, I still will claim that this one comes from Europe. Okay. I says, um, please, Global Baba, pray for me to heal me. The doctors have tested me HIV positive. We take authority over that virus. In the name of Jesus, Amen. we declare you virus flushed out of that body. Body be healed. We command your, 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 entire, your entire immunity built up to push out that virus right now. And in the name of Jesus, receive your healing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Anonymous still. Hello, Global Barabang. God will grant you continuously the strength to continue this ministry in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, fantastic. Okay, another caller. Hello. Hello. You? Yeah, thank you for joining us. Your name, where are you calling from? This is Charles. Go ahead. Uh, just program with uh, 
Okay, yeah. looks like we're having some technical issues. Yeah. Um, just keep trying, don't give up. We'll be there with you. No location, Maria. Hello, Global Baba. Thank you for all you do for the body of Christ globally. May God con uh, continue to strengthen you. I've been suffering high blood pressure for some years now. Then I was diagnosed last year of heart condition and sugar diabetes. I've been on drugs since then. Global Baba, please pray for my healing. Pray for my financial establishment and marital fulfillment for my daughter this year. Maria. In the name of Jesus, we command healing into that family. Satan, we break your influence and power over that household. And we command the healing power of God, the life of God, to permeate that entire family. And all of those conditions corrected in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The last anonymous entry I'll take before I leave this part of Europe and get into perhaps the UK, and then we make progress from there, comes from, no, okay, anonymous. So it says, hello, Global Baba. I thank you for all you do for the body of Christ. You are indeed a blessing to this generation. Global Baba, I have some questions I believe you have answers to. Those questions come presently, right now, this caller. Hello. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. You're too close to your set. Can you just move away from your set? You're causing commotion in the house. The Lord himself build it. I'm so sorry about that, sir. Good right. evening, sir. Evening. Let's go ahead. Papa, good evening. Evening, bless you. Please, I've been longing to call since last 60 days of glory. Wow. I ask you to pray for my dad, Pastor Samuel and Abraham, concerning his health. Okay. I'm so happy to announce that they are fine, perfectly fine now. Amen. Thank you very much, Amen. sir. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah, God. even in the voice. Her voice too says that it's fine. Yes. Okay, producer says we should make progress. But producer, why are you worrying us? I time it. We have time. Okay. We should hurry. Okay. So the, the I'll go back to that anonymous entry. It says, um, Baba, why is it that sinners tend to be more prosperous than the righteous? In our world today, apparently, unbelievers are more successful. The richest millionaires and billionaires of our time are unbelievers. Why is it so, Global Baba? Great question. Yeah, I be love it. Because the church spiritualizes the art of making wealth. Once you spiritualize the art of making wealth, you get defeated because there's nothing spiritual about, about making wealth. You just need to study the principles, develop skills, get it in the marketplace and compete very well with, with, the, with others and excel. But when you spiritualize it, when you should be thinking, you'll be praying. See that? When you spiritualize things, when you should be calculating, when you should be working on ideas and skills, you'll be there fasting and praying in the church. And when you are operating that dimension, then when you go out to the marketplace, you can compete favorably with the unbelievers. That's where the problem is. And that is why we must be able to define what the gospel is and what the gospel is not. And that's what we've been doing as we keep teaching and presenting Christ to the body of Christ. This caller, even before I go back to that anonymous entry. Hello. Hello, good evening, Mr. Good. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Your name, where are you calling from? The Lord, the Lord, Good evening, Papa. Good evening, bless you. Yes, Papa, so many scriptures good for my health. <laughs> so many scriptures good for your health. Very good for your health. <laughs> yes, Papa, I, I have a question. Okay. Is, is fasting doctrinal? Fasting? Yes, is it doctrinal? Well, what is a doctrine? What is it? What is a doctrine? 
Talking is a kind of a, a speaking. Okay, so there, that's why if you observe the question I answered previously, I said there is no teaching on fasting in the New Testament. It is a self-help practice. Self-help. There's no teaching. There's no scripture. No even verse dedicated to fasting. It is a self-help. It is something we do to help ourselves, you know, following the example of those who have gone before us and knowing what benefits it delivers to us. Okay, we're done with that, so I can just um, break away. Okay, the anonymous entry that I said, the last one, yes. that I'll be taking from Europe before I break into two or three countries and then um, come out. said, why did God regret creating man after man had disappointed him? Could it be that God did not foresee that man would disappoint him in, in the future? No, God did not regret. When the Bible says, and it repented God that he created man, what it actually means in the original is that God felt for man when he saw the bad choices that man made and the consequences that will come as a result of those choices. God felt for man. He was not regretting. He was sympathizing with the state of man. Okay, so we, we're moving out um, from um, that part of, that anonymous part yes. of um, Europe to get to some other parts that we can pick up. And Ireland is next, the, the International Intercontinental, Mr. Bush, and the Universal Global International Intercontinental, Global Baba, <laughs> the Apostle, Dr. Bishop, Abel Damina, grace and mercy and love be lavished upon you. Greetings from Ireland, that is Do um, Dublin. Thank you for the great work you're doing in the body and family of Christ. I love the Ask the Counselor logo, and I think you should put a patent on it, really inspired by the Spirit of God. That's fantastic. That's a good point. A good but one. I just take a break from Ireland to take this caller. Hello. Hello, good evening, sir. Thank you for joining us. Your name, where you're calling from, ma'am. You, you, you just shift away a little I'm from not, your set. I'm not close. I'm very far from it. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm Oluchi calling from New York. Okay. Good evening, Daddy. Good evening, Oluchi. Bless you. Thank you, Daddy. Daddy, please pray for me and my family. I have a brother, Colin, traveled to Dubai two years now. He's not doing anything but just in Dubai. Also, my brother Stanley, he was a soldier. Later, they disconnected him, just like that. He stopped, he stopped working. Like, well, now he wants to go back to the job, but no way. Because the man of God said he was disconnected by bad, bad people from the village and all that. So, please, that I need your presence. Likewise, me, I have to shop in New York. I just opened the shop, not after one month. And Robert came and they packed my goods, my market, everything. As I'm talking to you right now, I'm just believing for God, for miracles. Must just help me. At least I need a better relationship. Let's get married. Things will be flowing in my family. Please, that pray for me and my family. All right, Oluchi, we'll pray for you, but remember that in Christ Jesus, you have everything that pertains to life and godliness. So every day you wake up, speak words of faith, speak words of power over your family, over all the things you have raised up today. Every day you wake up, the power is in your mouth and in your heart. Speak those words. Call the things that be not as though they were. 
and you will see them come to pass. Father, we agree with your daughter that every need is met. Her brother in Dubai receives supernatural help. Amen. We pray that her business also supernaturally receives restoration. Her marital life, we command favor and the grace of God and circumstances arranged to bring the right person for her to get married to. And we receive testimonies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Just in time, this next caller. Hello. Marital life. Hello. Are you there? Okay. I'm Yes, thank you for joining us. Your name, where you calling from? Hello, please. I'm calling from Akbar. Okay, just shift a little from your set. Go ahead. Hello. Go ahead. Yes, I'm still there. Okay. Okay. Can we make progress? Okay, let, let me go back to Ireland, where Kofi writes from, says, could you please throw some light on Jude 1.5? Jude points out that Jesus saved the Israelites from Egypt, but later destroyed those who did not believe. Here we see that unbelief was the reason for the destruction. However, Second Peter uh, 2, verses 4 to 10, also indicates that God is responsible for destroying the ungodly. I know from the character of Christ that there is no destruction in God, but he rather wants to save everyone, especially the godly, as indicated in verse 9 of Second Peter. I believe the epistles are to shed light by the Holy Spirit on the shadows of the Old Testament, but in this regard, it seems these letters are in agreement with the Old Testament destructions of God. Could you please help throw light on these scriptures, as I believe there is no destruction in God? Kofi from Ireland. Even in the New Testament, sometimes parables are used. For example, Brother Paul says to the church at Corinth, I couldn't speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes. See, so he had to employ the use of figures of speech. So in the New Testament, when you see that God destroyed, it simply means the absence of God was destruction for those people. The absence of God. Since they didn't believe, they didn't accept the gospel, God can't force himself on them. So the withdrawal of God is what they call destruction in the New Testament. Okay, from Ireland, we we'll just get into another part of... Um the United Kingdom, so we get to the UK now. Okay, that is London, or this one is Nakuya. Okay, it doesn't tell us, but it's some part of the UK. It says, I greet you, um, Pastor Abel Damina and Mr. Bush, in the name of Jesus Christ. My name is C.C. Nakuya in the UK. I've been experiencing torments and pains in my head, things moving, and they are very heavy. Even the hair in the middle of the head is not growing due to the pain and torments. I've prayed for 20 years, Global Baba. I've been listening and following your teachings and learning the true word now two years. Most of the time when I pray, I start to burge and some manifestations. I would ask you kindly to stand with me and pray for me to be free indeed from this situation in Jesus' name. Amen. And we declare right now every discomfort, whatever is not planted by God in your body, be rooted out. Amen. Your body has been bought with a price. So body be healed. Amen. Receive a miracle right now. Body be set free from the harassment of the enemy. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This caller. Hello. Yes, please. I'm calling from a caller. Thank you for calling us. Your name, where you're calling from, your point. Hello, Baba. Please, uh, I want you to pray for me. Your name? Your I'm name? Happy. My name is Gabriel. Okay, Gabriel, go ahead. Caller. Baba, please, I want you to pray for me concerning my family problems. Okay, what are the problems? Because... We are we are three brothers, so we are having query between three of us. So I want you to pray for God to give us peace and bring back the love between three of us. Amen. Amen. Father, we pray for peace in that family. 
we rebuke the spirit of contention and strife. Amen. Cease in Jesus' name. Amen. Receive peace. And we declare right now that it is manifested. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Gabriel is a good guy, Global he Baba. Is. You know, you're quarreling with your brothers and then you're looking for peace. Yeah. Great stuff. Yes. Great stuff. Yes. And even to run to God in prayers. Mm -hmm. And you can be sure that tomorrow they wake up, they say, What what even happened? Why were we why were we even mm -hmm. doing this? Mm -hmm. The beautiful thing. Yeah. Gabriel, and I am very proud you're calling from Ikoripene. And um, okay, so another part. Um, I was just going to leave the UK now, but let me just take this for the road. This one says, Jerry Mutunga Mutua says, Blessing Global Baba. Do we have levels or hierarchy of uh, power that you can say this believer is more powerful than the other? No, we don't have. The power is a person. His name is Jesus. His name is the Spirit of God. So it's not in levels. However, the level of understanding and knowledge you have determines to what extent the power of God will be at work. Remember, it's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So your ability to engage that power by knowledge is what determines the effectiveness of that power on your inside. From the continent of uh, Europe, we're flying straight to the Americas, uh, even as we just get on the plane and take off this caller. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Your name, where you're calling from? Good evening. My name is Sidon and I'm calling from AK. Go ahead. Really, I want to thank Papa for the good word that uh, we know for sure that uh, by the reason of what Papa is teaching, a whole lot of light, a whole lot of understanding, a whole lot of revelation, and we in a gate here will be really grateful. And we really want to appreciate Amen. Amen. Thank you. So as I said, we're flying out of the continent of Europe and heading to the Americas, straight to Canada. Greetings, Global Baba and Ambassador Michael Bush. My name is Sister Claudia, right from Toronto, Canada. Global Baba, I give God thanks for you. I make mention of you in my prayers for your labor of love in word and doctrine. Your selflessness, your commitment, your love, your dedication to the body of Christ. To Ambassador Michael Bush, thank you, sir, for your labor of love. God bless you. Global Baba, during Sunday first service, could be the last one, yeah. You mentioned that one can read the Bible four times per year. That is every three months from Genesis to Revelation. Yeah. My question is, what order or schedule would someone use to get through the 66 books in three months? Thank you and God bless you. Claudia, Beth, this caller. Hello. Great. Hello, how are you? Fantastic. Welcome to the program. You know where you're calling from. Uh, this is John calling from Botswana. Oh, John, Botswana. Go ahead. Uh, thank you, the global Mr. Bush, and uh, thank you, Papa, for always feeding us with the word. Bless you, I've got three requests. I'm going to make them quick. Okay. I just, I, I went to the hospital today. I wanted to go and donate blood, and then I found out that my high blood pressure is too high. So they want to put me on medication, something that I'm not really prepared mentally. I just think it's because, you know, the pressures of the world and the economy, I mean, the economy at the moment has been pressing, finances has not been coming through, so we've been pressing too hard, so without noticing that it's affecting my health in a way, so I need prayers to actually shift on that area and be in a, the circumstances to work for me financially to be in a good space. Okay, John, I'm yeah. going to... And then the second one, uh, 
I just want to see how can I be able to have some kind of direct mentorship. I know our coordinator in Botswana is most, we are a thousand kilometers apart. I just wanted to be in a place where I can be able to draw directly and be able to also hold this side by drawing directly in that sense. So I wanted to frame in that sense. All right. John. And, and number three, he said three. Yeah, number three. Three. Okay, three, number three. Uh, I just want to have also the, the, the wisdom on the side of finding that uh, partner in life that I can be able to settle with. I seem to be struggling. I'm trying to put every time to push my ideas into everything, but I always uh, hit a neck and come back to zero, hit a neck and come back to zero. All right. The first one, I'm going to pray for you for your health, but I will also encourage you, you know, um, I'll encourage you to, you know, get the medication. If you need to get the medication from the hospital, medication is not against faith. So if you need to get medication, get it. And then, you know, keep calling your health to manifest. And of course, take a lot of water. Sometimes high blood pressure is just because of carelessness in drinking water. I mean, just water. Lack of water in your body can cause that. So take a lot of water. Stay away from things that you know will not help you. Just talk with a health expert. They will tell you what to eat, what not to eat. If you observe that and you are, you know, you start calling the things that be not, the pressure will normalize, I'm telling you. And of course, if you need medication, take the medication. It's not against your faith in Christ. Secondly, um, um, you're asking about direct mentorship. If you send a mail to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com, we will connect you to our mentorship academy and you can be a part of, you can be part of the next session of mentees that I'll be mentoring through the next one year. Lastly, how do you locate a life partner? There are a number of things to look out for in locating a life partner. Number one, you look out for compatibility. Two cannot work together except they be agreed. So look for compatibility. And how do you do that? Start, you know, if you find somebody you're interested in, you like, then start building friendship and see how that goes. Number two, you must be also able to establish that the person is in love with Christ. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Number three, in your, in your friendship, look out for anger. If there is anger, anger is a no-no. The Bible says make no friendship with an angry person. And then finally, love. Do you, do you love the person enough? And does the person love you? All those will be manifested in the course of interrupting and in the course of relating. These are all the few things that you look out for when you start looking for somebody to get married to. But very, very important, you must agree doctrinally on the message of the gospel. That's very key. And then I will encourage you to get my book, Understanding Marriage, Relationships, and Family Life. Father, we pray for your son. We rebuke the high blood pressure. We ask for a miracle of healing for his body. Body be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Global, I'm told there's another caller that we needed to run back to Canada where Claudia is still waiting. Okay. This caller, probably the last for this edition of the program. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Your name, where you're calling from? Yes. Is that KL? We can barely hear you. Just go ahead. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm calling from Ghana. Okay, bless yeah, you. I want the man of God to pray for me. Yeah. Raise your voice a little. We can barely hear you. Okay, we don't have that much time, please. Well, Claudia in um, Canada. Claudia, all right. So what you do is shoot a mail and tell us you want the study plan for 
for four times a year of Bible study. We're we're writing out the plan because many people are interested in reading through the entire Bible four times next year. It's very easy, but we need to give you the plan. So if you shoot email to Dr. Abel Damina at Yahoo.com, once I prepare the plan, the planner for the next one year, we'll give it to you so you're able to cover the whole Bible in, in, you know, four times in one year. I'll keep the window open for one last call, then we round off. But right now, I'm heading from Canada straight into, um, as much as I was strolling into the United States of America. You know, um, Global Baba, I remember my trip to the United States and from Detroit, in, um, that's in Michigan. Yeah. You could just see Canada. Yeah. You know, yeah, so we could trek even across. from New York, you can see, can Canada. see Canada. Wow, yeah, yeah, so okay. we can walk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's take this one. Says hello, Dr. Damina, intercontinental Mr. Bush. I'm benefiting from your program and I'm quite grateful to God for your lives. God richly bless you too. Please, I need a counsel and prayer. So, this is counseling. I live in the U.S. now, but I had both my bachelor's and master's degrees in Africa. And for the past two to three, four years, I've taken some prerequisite courses to enroll in nursing program. But there is a standardized examination, TOEFL, which is the last requirement. I've taken it four times. Now I'm not meeting the school's mark to start the program. Global Baba, I'm wondering if nursing is not meant for me and God is telling me to quit. It's intensive and expensive. I applied for a master's program in science and health informatics. And I've been given admission to start in this um, spring. That's uh, the spring semester. I don't know, Global Baba, what to do now, whether to keep on writing till I meet the requirements or to pursue my master's in science and health informatics. I need your godly guidance, Global Baba, as to what to do. My family and I have been praying, but I still don't know what to do. I'm not so passionate about nursing, but I think it's a lucrative career, and it's just 16 months accelerated program. I'm in my mid-40s, and I feel I should be able to contribute financially to supporting my family. Moreover, I should start a career now, G, in the United States of America. Well, G, what I will advise you to do is, um, if, if, if you have a natural flair for nursing, you don't struggle with anything nursing, then that, that is a place where you may want to excel. Remember, fishes don't struggle to swim in the river. You know, um, the land animals like goats and cows don't struggle to walk on land. The day a cow gets into the river, the cow will struggle in the river. The day a fish comes on land, the fish will struggle on land. Your natural environment is where you should seek to excel. So if nothing is natural for you, you don't struggle with it, then give it a little more try. But if you find yourself really struggling with nothing, you may have to look out for another career. Look for a career where you are not going to struggle because that is an indication that that is the place where you're going to also excel because you can't excel in the place where you are not at home. So, seek, you know, that's what to do. You may need to talk to some experts to counsel you, you know, in making that decision. But ultimately, we pray that you are led, you're ordered, you have clarity of thoughts, you know exactly what to do in making the choice. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Global Baba, our time is up, but... I don't want us spending the night in um, the United States. I want us to dash, make a quick um, flight to Lagos, Nigeria, and we'll be sleeping at Victoria Island. Says hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. My name is Simon. I arrive from Victoria Island in Lagos. My question is, why is it that Jesus um, still sits at the right hand of God when, after all, he's God? Indeed, doesn't this mean there are two people seated? Well, Jesus sitting at the right hand of God is not right hand like God is sitting here and Jesus is sitting here. Right hand means regency. That is, Jesus is the authority in heaven. He's the authority of heaven. That's why he has a name that is above every name in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. So, that right hand means regency on high. Don't Baba, we must go. My name is Michael Bush, producer, Pastor I.J. Quera, and the rest of the production team all join me to ask that you stay tuned.
tomorrow. The Intercontinental, what a day, man. We've had a wonderful time on set. Hey, guys, we love you. Thank you for giving us every opportunity to serve you the grace of God. We're looking forward to a blast with all of you again tomorrow. Same time, same platform. Tell more people to be part of this. Remember, we're live tonight, 9 to 10 on Inspiration FM, 10 to 12 on Heritage FM tomorrow morning, 11 to 1 on Radio Aquaibom and 1 to 3, XL FM, and then 3, three to, to 5. five. University, University of Uyo FM, and we're back here 6 to 8, eight. Comfort FM, FM tomorrow evening. We love you guys. It's a joy to serve you the grace of God until we see all of you and enjoy fellowship with you again tomorrow. Enjoy the grace of Christ and be blessed. Good night from Uyo, Nigeria. Amen. Eternal life! Only Jesus can give it. I come to Jesus for eternal life. I don't come to him for other things that I can get elsewhere. I come to him for what only he supplies. I am come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. He that has the Son has life. So why are we in Christ? For life. Abel Dominum Ministries International presents Righteous Invasion of Truth. Riot live with Dr. Abel Dominum. Somebody shall Abba. Theme, curse. Curses, cursing, and the concept of deliverance. And Ask the Counselor with Dr. Abel Daminer and Michael Bush. Date 11th October to 15th November 2020. Time, Mondays to Saturdays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. GMT plus 1. Sunday, 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. services GMT plus 1. You can also join the broadcast on Comfort FM 95.1 Uyo, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. daily. XL FM 106.9 Uyo, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. daily. Inspiration FM 105.9 Uyo, from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily. And Radio Aquaibo 90.5 Uyo, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. daily. Watch this program live on Kingdom Life Network TV on your strong decoder or my TV. Also, visit Abel Damino Facebook handle, Instagram handle, Twitter handle, and YouTube. Host, Drs. Abel and Rachel Damino. <laughs>